entertainment. So it is 1 a.m. December 23rd. I just got done wrapping presents for my family a couple hours ago. Finished the last episode of Sunday Night Metal. And what's this? I have a present for my listeners. That's right. A bonus episode of Sunday Night Metal. Both as a Christmas surprise and also as a uh, sort of apology for the long delay or long absence in the middle of this year. Uh, so, yeah. Um, this next album we will be reviewing is a Christmas compilation, uh, like the last episode. But this one is X Christmas from 2008, which is, I believe, another tooth and nail compilation, but I'm not 100% certain. But I think when I read reviews on it, uh, back when I first got into some of the songs that were on it, uh, that are now in my Christmas mega playlist, um, I do believe I read that this was a tooth and nail compilation. Um, so yeah, sit back and enjoy Merry Christmas to all of you listening. I hope you have a good one and a happy holidays and let's enjoy Another Metal Christmas. Alright, so this compilation starts off on a great note with Thousand Foot Crutch's rendition of Jingle Bell Rock. And, uh, yeah, as a metalhead, uh, this is the way you should start any uh, hard rock Christmas album or compilation. Um, it's an extreme... Uh, take on the song and will probably turn off anyone who loves the traditional version because it is very different. Um, but yet you have hard rock lovers like me who will love it as I do. I absolutely love this version, even if the melody and rhythm and everything about it is pretty different, but it's changed in such a way uh, that it fits uh, what Thousand Foot Crutch was going for in that it's just a off-the-wall hard rock banger. I love it. And then there's Gloria by Hawk Nelson, which is kind of this upbeat ballad. It's something of a love song. You know, he kind of, about it, like a, a crush, I guess you could say, that he has on a girl that he's wishing for for Christmas. And of course, judging by the name, the bridge has to have, you know, the, the famous Gloria from uh, Angels We Have Heard on High. Uh, with the lyrics changed, and there is a small nod to All I Want for Christmas is You as well in there. So, uh, yeah, um, the first two songs are a great start to this compilation. Little Drummer Boy by The Almost is a slightly more upbeat take on this song. Um, I do like the acoustic guitar riffing. Um, and yeah, I really enjoy this cover a bit. I think it's uh, a really nice take on the song. It's a little bit more upbeat, like I mentioned, but still not, it's not an untraditional version of the song and it doesn't feel like a totally different song. 
Um, but I will say that the little things that they change with the song, with it being a little bit more upbeat, with the acoustics, I do really like this rendition. And I have to say, um, that that that's tough coming from me because I do not really care for the little drummer boy. Um, it's not a song I've really enjoyed. It's one of those ones that I've kind of thought is just kind of meh. You know, um, I do like the drum, the drumming outro as well as kind of like a nice nod to it. Um, you know, the the title of the song, of course. Um, so, yeah, I really do enjoy uh, this version of the song. Uh, the, another version that I really enjoy is uh, Peter Holland's version. But that's because if you can do any song with just your voice, I, I, I think that's incredibly talented but i also think that his rendition regardless uh, i think that unique take on it that peter hollands does is really nice so if you haven't heard that version of the song check it out um especially if you're into acapellas um acapella type styles um and then evergreen by switchfoot is a really nice like melancholy ballad um it's one of those songs that whenever i listen to my christmas uh, super playlist and it gets to this song or I'm listening to this compilation, I get Evergreen stuck in my head. Um, the chorus is really easy to sing along with. Um, it's not very complex. The melody is pretty nice. Uh, I do really like it. I do somewhat prefer um, the version if you can find it the version that is on the first backstage ep that they did that i was lucky enough to be able to track down the songs are available on youtube but i was able to um track down the physical copy uh that they sold a while back uh it's no longer available so if you can find it uh you're lucky i remember it was like first sold like i think back in like 2011 2012 maybe 2013 i don't remember around that period was when I was big into music as an early, like, teen. Um, and I remember Switchfoot, uh, I, like, I wanted that EP, but at the time it was only available as part of their Christmas packages, if I remember correctly. And then it was available separate, separately for a bit of time. Uh, and then, but it was, like, really expensive for only three songs. Like, it was something like $15. So, I ended up being a teenager that didn't have a job that was kind of hard to justify at the time. Um, and Switchfoot does that. They have, a like, sorry, this is a tangent, but they have quite a few EPs that are just not available anymore. Um, another one that's really good is uh, Eastern Hymns for Western Shores. They, they make that available, as far as I know, they make it available at random times. Uh, like sometimes it'll be available and then it won't be, and then it'll be available again. And then they won't be, um, they used to sell around the same time that I was looking at the backstage EP. Uh, they were selling the O EP that you, that would sell free with any copy that you purchased of O gravity and it's named the O EP. Uh, and then they stopped selling it. And it would actually come free with any purchase for a while from Switchfoot.com. Like, I remember reading on some of the forums that people owned like four or five copies of this CD because of they would purchase it, purchase things from the Switchfoot store and then get the, this free copy. Um, of course, when I go to buy it, you know, last year, I, I want to say, um, and... 
maybe it was two years ago, um, but I think it was like early, mid last year. Um, when I'm looking for it, I can't find it, and it just so happened to turn up on eBay for like 25 bucks, which again was something of uh, of a ridiculous price point because it was, again, the OEP is only like three songs that were bonus tracks to O Gravity, but nonetheless, it was a rarity by this point, so I wanted it. <laughs> I'm one of those completionists. Um, and they, they do, they do that a lot. There was another like live album that they have that was made up of like, not, it's not a traditional live album. It's like live bootlegs, but that's no longer available. And, uh, they, they actually have quite a bit of stuff from the O Gravity era that is hard to find now, um, in terms of like bonus songs, uh, that were available on different versions of the album or uh, different EPs that were available, like the OEP. And so it's just one of those things of, like, Switchfoot, I hate that they do that. Um, Back to my original point. (laughs) Uh, This version, though, of the song is really nice. I love the, the song. The guitar is distorted without being really, like, rock ish in a way, if that makes sense. Uh, And it fits quite well with the vibe of the song. But I do like that more stripped down version that if you can find it on if you can find the backstage EP, um, I really think you should check it that version out. And you should be able to find that on YouTube, I think. I think I found it there too. So if you just want to download it off YouTube, um, not advertising piracy at all, but um, you know, when you can't find it anywhere else. Uh <laughs> uh yeah. So I think if definitely check that version of the song out at the very least. Um, because I think it's, I think it's a little bit better than what, um, is on here just because I think, I think the version, uh, the, the acoustic song, the acoustic version really delivers the, the point of the song home, which is kind of like being about traveling on Christmas and just how blah that can be. Um, but, and I think the the acoustic version helps drive that point home in the way it's done of being really stripped down and acoustic and yeah okay but enough rambling from me you get the point um, really good song Feliz Navidad by David Crowder Band uh, this shows how old this compilation is it's well I mean it's ten years old now whoo to think two thousand eight. It's 10 years ago. Oh, wow. I suddenly am now having an existential crisis because I remember 2008. I was 11. And, yeah. I remember it was a horrid year because I was huge into NASCAR around 2007, 2008. And uh, 2008 sucked because my favorite driver in NASCAR, Jeff Gordon, uh, did not win. A single race that year. In fact, it was one of his worst seasons. Um, you know, it still goes to show that, you know, how great of a uh, driver he was because he was still a championship contender that year. But, uh, yeah, uh, enough of rambling, but holy crap, wow. Uh, yeah, and another showing of the age of this compilation is this is David Crowder Band and not Crowder. Um as to, I, like, I really don't get why band, why people do this, why bands do this. Like, they'll break up, 
only for then like um uh, like the main member like Crowder for example is like you know he really couldn't have just continued as David Crowder bands just with a different lineup or something you know like I, I don't know I don't know the logistics of it. I don't really I'm not a huge fan of um I was not a huge fan of David Crowder Band at the time. I am a f- pretty big fan of Crowder, though. Uh, in fact, that reminds me, he just released a new album, and holy crap, I haven't listened to it yet. Wow. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I like Crowder. I don't know how David Crowder Band compares to Crowder. Maybe they're two different, very different styles of music, but it's just, it was one of those things of when David Crowder band broke up and then like a year or two later, Crowder pops up out of the scene. It's like, wait, what? I thought, you know, I thought you were done, you know? Um, but whatever, um, onto the song Feliz Navidad. This is a really close version to the original. Um, and honestly, I don't think there's anyone else who could do it better than Crowder. Um, I personally like this a little bit more than the original just because it, I think Crowder's voice is a bit more natural sounding, if that makes sense. I, I like his voice a lot, and I think it fits the vibe of the song. Like, it's just, he has a very upbeat voice in this, you know, and the song itself is upbeat. Like, it's very upbeat, and I love the acoustic and trumpet instrumentals, and so I just love really happy, upbeat songs like this around Christmas time. Really gets you in the mood for the season. Um, and so, of course, I love this song. And then Christmas Baby, Please Come Home by Amberlin is a very pop-punk rock-oriented cover, but it still feels like the original. Um, the guitar riffing after the choruses is subtle, but it's there and it helps it be better than just a standard pop to rock song cover. You know, like there's some subtle, like little twist that they added to the guitar line because a lot of times when songs uh, that are more pop or, or whatever, uh, or Christmassy get covered by uh, rock bands, they just kind of do like very like you can tell that they're covering a pop song because the guitar work suffers. It's just very like big guitar chords in the chorus and then that's it. Um and this is not that because they kind of add a little bit of something to the guitar work after the choruses and uh and it and it, it's really nice. I do like this song quite a bit. Um and I'm a pretty big fan of the original too. So, like, I really like uh, the I really like Christmas Baby. Please come home. And so, yeah, I like this cover as well. Mary, did you know by Cutlass is this is the definition or the definitive version of the song for me. Um, I'm not a huge Cutlass fan. Um, like mainly because I think they kind of dumbed themselves down after their first couple albums after they had that after they had the success of the song Strong Tower I think you know they had that song that was really successful it seems like on Christian radio and at first with their first like first two or three albums they were like hard rock oriented and then after that they became really uh, Christian radio friendly after the success of their first worship album, and particularly the song Strong Tower. So I kind of am just kind of mech whenever I hear of Cutlass because it's like, you could be so much better. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, 
Uh, this song is amazing. I absolutely love this version of the song. Uh, John Micah's vocals uh, and the delay pedal guitar on the verses and then the heavy guitar and the chorus is this triple threat combo and it just fits the spirit of the song perfectly. It's almost haunting, you know, in 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 a sense or, uh, you know, in this very like somber, reflective, like, Mary, did you know that, you know, um, the baby that you deliver will do all these magnificent things that we as within our human brains just can't comprehend, you know, that, wow, okay, boof, he's, he did so much, like, he was the son of God in human flesh, and he did all these miracles, and he literally saved humankind from sin, and it's like, wow, um, you know, it's one of those things of, you know, but at the same time, that comes at a great cost, um, in that, you know, he had to, you know, be tortured and die, uh, of course, he does rise again, but it's still one of those things of, like, you know, Mary, did you know that he would do those things, and I love this song so much, um, of course, yes, Mary knew, but it's, I think, the uh, that's not the point, it's, the point of the song is not, Mary, did you know, you know, it's, it, they're rhetorical questions, and the point of the song is more, did you know, like, could you fully comprehend really what was, he was going to do, like, even though, you know, like, we know something doesn't mean that we'll necessarily fully grasp, like, how big something is, if that makes sense, and that's what I think the point of the song is, is, like, of course Mary knew, but, yeah, it's just, it's a rhetorical question to drive home the point of, wow, that's, Jesus did a lot. Um, anyways, moving on. Christmas Shoes by FM Static. Uh, the pop punk vibe, or the, the pop punk genre fits this song surprisingly well, but what really carries this cover is Trevor McNevin's vocals. Um, it retains the original vibe of this song without falling into overly sappy or overly cringe uh, territory. And so I really enjoy this cover a lot. I think it's a great, um, a great version of this song. Um, yeah. And I think it's one of those things of, you know, if you cry at the original version of the song, you'll probably still cry at this version because it's very respectful, um, and fits the song quite well. Uh, yeah. Christmas Shoes is one of those songs that I, that I have a love-hate relationship for that reason because, yeah, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a sensitive man. <laughs> uh. Love Came Down at Christmas by Jars of Clay. Uh, I'm not familiar with this song, if it's original or if it's a cover. Um, if it is a cover, uh, it's a very good rendition. Uh, there's a nice, prominent bass line that is the driving force of the song, really. And you don't hear that too often. Uh... With, yeah, like, I was thinking about this the second or third time that I listened to this song, that, you know, the driving force of this song is the bass. With the melodic guitar lines more complementing than being the main focus of the instrumentals of this song. So, I really like it. I really like this song quite a bit. 
Uh, you don't hear too much from Jars of Clay anymore, honestly. And I and I think they were they were one of the better bands of the early uh, contemporary Christian uh, genre. So I think that's kind of disappointing. Um, this time of year by Project Eighty Six. I'm not too familiar with this song, or well, you know, but it is a cover. Like I did some research into it because honestly, um, I thought the song was from the Nightmare Before Christmas. Going by this, the the feel of this song, uh, it does not appear to be, but I could be wrong. Maybe it appears in the Nightmare Before Christmas, but uh, I'm not sure. Like it, there didn't seem to be any references to the Nightmare Before Christmas when I googled this song. Um, it's very, like, almost creepy, um, but it's very big sounding, too. Like, the production on this really, it, you sound, it, it feels like you're listening to, like, this giant soundscape, you know, with guitars and synths, and, um, and then the vocal work is just really good. I'm not a huge Vote Project 86 fan, although what I've heard I like. They're, they're kind of metalcore, and they're kind of not, like, I don't really know what, what genre you'd pin them on. Um, but this is, this is a good song, but not a good fit for this compilation, if that makes sense. Like, I like it, but it would feel better in another, like, heavier compilation, if, if that makes sense. Because every time I listen to this compilation, you know, I've listened to it like two or three times. I'm always like, whoa, what is this? Um, when this song comes on, because it just kind of just comes out of nowhere and it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Uh, this isn't the only song to do that. Uh, and we'll get to the, the we'll, in a, yeah, uh, in a few more, like in four songs from here, there's another song that it really stands out as well. Um, this is at least rock. Though I will say that um, I do like this song. I do like the every. I like. I don't dislike this song at all. In fact, I really like it. It's just it's in the flow of the album. I think it would have been better if either this song got moved or was saved for another compilation, and it just went to "Do You Hear What I Hear" by Seventh Day Slumber, um, which is the next song. And. Yeah, because it just kind of doesn't, like, the vibe of it is very different from the rest of the compilations. So, but that's just my opinion. I do like the song nonetheless. Do You Hear What I Hear by Seventh Day Slumber. Uh, is This is a good soft rock version of this song. It, it feels very reminiscent of Cutlass's Mary Did You Know, um, a few songs earlier. Um, but it's, it, it's, in terms of like the way it's styled instrumentally, um, and I really like, really like this cover nonetheless. Um, it doesn't like, I should say it doesn't sound like a carbon copy. It just kind of feels similar to uh, Cutlass's Mary. Did you know? Um, and I I do like this version of the song uh, quite a bit. I'm not a huge Seventh-day Slumber fan, so I don't know if this is within their style or different um, from what they normally do, but it is one of those songs that it it's like, it's very respectful to the song, but it's an example of what I was talking about with um, 
the Anberlin cover of Christmas Baby Please Come Home because the guitar work is kind of just standard on here in my opinion just kind of guitar chords in the chorus sort of thing um and yeah i also can't take any version of this song seriously anymore thanks to uh the comedian tim hawkins and his take on it uh if you have not seen his take on this song and what he has to say about it watch it it's on youtube it's hilarious and it will make you laugh I love it, and I love Tim Hawkins, so if you're not familiar with Tim Hawkins, check him out. Uh, it was really cool earlier this year, on an unrelated side note, uh, that Tim Hawkins got uh, tweeted about by the band Disturbed when he uh, did a parody of their Sound of Silence cover. And he in his parody is the Sound of Starbucks, if I remember correctly. And yes, that song, both songs, Sound of Silence and Sound of Starbucks, are amazing. So if you're in for a good laugh, check out uh, Tim Hawkins' take on Do You Hear What I Hear, and then go and look up his uh, Sound of Silence parody, Sound of Starbucks. And then uh, Silent Night by Sanctus Real. Uh, this is one of those songs where it's it's different. Like the intro, th- there's something new. Like they, they have very different lyrics in the intro and then in the bridge of this song. So at first I thought it was going to be a really different take on the song, but it's just kind of like they added an intro and then they repeat that intro in the bridge. Um, and it's a very quiet take of an already mellow song, if that makes sense. It does build as the song progresses. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 a good cover. It's a pretty decent cover nonetheless. However, I, I, I personally I don't enjoy the changes that they made with the intro and the bridge. I would have preferred just a standard cover. But nonetheless, it's still a good cover and I I like when I listen to the compilation, I don't ever skip it or anything. Uh, it's just it was one of those things of when I was first listening to this compilation, I was kind of like, "Whoa, okay. This is Silent Night." At first because of how different it starts. Carol of the Bells by August Burns Red is uh, another instrumental, like um, their cover of, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. This is an instrumental. Um, it's kind of like Trans-Siberian Orchestra's cover of this song, but on steroids. Uh, so it's pretty heavy. Like, unlike the version of, their version of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, in which I said that anyone who's a fan of that song would probably enjoy their, their take on, um, on that song on this, eh, it's a little bit more extreme, um, I think, uh, the break, there's a breakdown in the bridge, and I think it's a little bit edgier than, um, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. As far, if, as far as I remember, there's not, is there, there's either not a clean section of this song or there's not as a significant one. It's just a headbanger throughout, I think. Um, like, I, this is the reason why I should listen to the albums, like, directly before I record. But if I remember correctly, I don't believe there's any clean sections. But I could be wrong because I listened to this album yesterday. Um, 
And then the next song is is the song I was talking about earlier in that it really stands out on this compilation. And that's It's Christmas Time by KJ52. Um, and it is straight up hip hop. Uh, it's a good song. Um, it's a good rap song, a good like party song. So if you're at a party and a Christmas party and you want to you know you want to bring the energy, uh, you'd play something like this. Uh, but it stands out way like it stands out like a sore thumb on this album because every song on this is some kind of rock or pop rock, and then. And then th- there's this, which is just straight up hip hop, and it's like, whoa, what? Where did you come from? Where, you know? I, I don't even know if KJ52 was signed as Tooth and Nail at the time. Maybe he was. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe they were just someone that they had on. Um, but I mean, it's an enjoyable song. But like I said, with uh, oh, what was the song called? This time of year, like I said, with this time of year, would have been better for a different compilation that was more rap and hip hop oriented. Just because it, like, if this time of year stands out because it's a little bit too, like, dark sounding, this song stands out like, you know, a, a, a completely green tree on a mountain, on the top of a mountain, you know, where <laughs> it's a poor illustration, but you, you know. I'm trying to, you know, it, it stands out. Like, I don't want to keep using the sore thumb uh, illustration, but you know what I mean. And, yeah, it's just weird because it's, like, you know, it would have made sense if maybe they got, you know, if they would have blended this compilation with other artists of different genres, too. But, because so, like, it was more of a multi-genre compilation, but, like, the rest of these artists and uh, and songs are mainly rock and hard rock, so it's like, what? who thought this was a good idea to put on this compilation? Nonetheless, it's enjoyable. I don't ever skip it. It's just, it's, like, it's one of those things of, like, it's jarring. But, nonetheless, I mean, I still, if you like hip-hop and you like Christmas, I would definitely check this song out. Uh, I do enjoy it. It's just, like I said, I don't think it belongs in this compilation. His favorite Christmas story by Capital Lights is definitely another pop punk re song of a retelling of a love story. It feels very much like Gloria, although it's it's like so Gloria is like in the now and uh his favorite Christmas story is of someone telling of another person's experience that they lived through in the past. And it's almost a spiritual successor in terms uh, uh, in terms of that, of like you could almost see this song as like a sequel of, okay, you know, maybe, maybe uh, that boy that prayed to have, uh, you know, won Gloria over, and he did succeed, and now he's, you know, at the end of this album, he's retelling that story. Um it's a definitely a good uh, good song. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, and then there's "Rocking Around the Christmas Tree" by James Reunion, and this is how you should cover this song. Okay, I commented in "Happy Christmas Volume 5, where it was like a slow ballad, and it's like, and I was like, it's fine, but 
rocking is literally in the title. Um, so, you know, I prefer my versions of the song Upbeat. And this is that. It's a, an upbeat, light rock cover of this song. It keeps the feel very much the same from what you'd expect from this song. Uh, and it has a really nice guitar solo in it. Uh, so I really like this cover. So, yeah, this is how you cover this song. Um, and, yeah, so James Reunion did a good job here. And then Angels We Have Heard on High by Corey Crowder is a nice acoustic bass cover on the song, and it kind of builds as the song goes on with a nice bluesy electric guitar and vocal layers. Like, it, it, the acoustic is the basis of the song, but then as the song goes on, there's more and more layers to it. There's, you know, uh, there's some electric guitar that plays a little bit here and there, and then as the song goes on, is more and more, and then there's some vocal layers uh, near the end of it. And I really like uh, this version. Um, and it's funny because I was thinking about this after, you know, yesterday as I re-listened to these uh, two compilations in prepare, uh, preparation for my reviews. Um, they, they both start with rather upbeat, heavy songs and then end with slower, mellow songs and they complement uh, each other really well. So if you're, if you're listening to this album on repeat, um, they, they transition really well into each other and that, you know, it's really mellow and then it picks up again. Um, and this is this is actually one of my favorite versions of Angels We Have Heard on High um, that I've heard, I will say. Um, so, yeah. I'm not familiar with Corey Crowder, but uh, good job on this cover. And that does conclude the bonus episode. The bonus Christmas episode of Sunday Night Metal. I hope you enjoyed. Because I did. I had a lot of fun, if you can't tell. Um, I'm starting to get very tired. And, uh, yeah, if you couldn't tell by my two or three rambles that I had, um, earlier on related to switch foot and yeah. So yeah, this is, uh, this is it. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, I am back. Um, for now I'm going to just keep doing Sunday night metal. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I hope to have uh, a review for my for uh, Tech Tuesdays of my MacBook Pro done soon, but I gotta film it. I have a script ready. I just gotta actually go out and figure out how I want to structure it and film it. Because um, like I guess I, I guess I shouldn't say I have a I have a script. I more have an outline. Um, as you can tell, I probably as you can tell I don't script things. So you know that because I prefer to be more off the cuff, which does lead to some rambling sometimes. Um, but I prefer it to being purely scripted because that feels stilted. So I'm, I'm trying to work out how I want to, like, like I have an outline of the key points I want in my review, and I'm just kind of trying to outline, like, how to figure out how I want to do it. And then, of course, how intricate I want the review to be. Do I want to just be a standard me talking in front of a microphone or actually it'd be filming and kind of artsy? Um, I want to challenge myself, so uh, I want to do it a little bit more artsy, but part of me is pro- is like more realistically, it'll probably just me talk- be me talking in front of a microphone, but I will try. I'll try to push myself on this review. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this review of Chris, uh, 
uh, X Christmas. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed the bonus episode. I hope you enjoyed having two episodes on Sunday. And then uh, I'm going to start. I, I don't know what I'm going to do next. I have a couple ideas. But I know that within the next couple weeks, I'm going to do. Like, I either want to end this year or start next year with Sunday Night Metal with the Still Breathing EP by Fight the Fury, John Cooper's new side project. Uh, so that is that is on the table for sure. So within, if not next week, and then the following week, I will be reviewing that album. I just, I don't know, do I want to end the year with a bang or start next year with a bang? I'll figure it out. Thanks for listening. Have a Merry Christmas. And I'll see you next time.